Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast recording of the Old Testament. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll be using for the text the Joseph Smith translation of the Old Testament, along with many commentaries from general authorities of the Church, BYU professors, Bible scholars, and others. This format will be very detailed, and so if you want a deep analysis of the Old Testament, you come to the right place. Thanks for your attendance. Hi, and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This is going to be for Numbers chapter 35. And the Lord spake unto Moses in the plains of Moab by Jordan near Jericho, saying, Command the children of Israel that they give unto the Levites of the inheritance of their possession cities to dwell in, and ye shall give also unto the Levites suburbs, i.e. open areas for fields and pasture for the cities round about them. And the cities shall they have to dwell in, and the suburbs of them shall be for their cattle and for their goods, property, livestock, and for all their beasts. And the suburbs of the cities which he shall give unto the Levites shall reach from the wall of the city and outward a thousand cubits round about. And ye shall measure from without, Hebrew, the out, the, the of outside of, I don't know what that means, the outside of, I guess, uh, the city of the east side two thousand cubits, and on the south side two thousand cubits, and on the west side two thousand cubits, and on the north side two thousand cubits, and the city shall be in the midst. This shall be to them the suburbs of the cities." And among the cities which ye shall give unto the Levites, there shall be six cities for refuge, which ye shall appoint for the manslayer, that he may flee hither, thither, and to them ye shall add forty and two cities. Six of the forty-eight Levitical cities were appointed to be cities of refuge, places where those who had taken human life could find protection until they had been tried and either convicted of murder or released. These cities were to be located on both sides of the Jordan. Note the distinction that Moses made between murdering and slaying a human being. Differentiation was made among what is called today premeditated murder, murder of passion, manslaughter, and self-defense. Cities of refuge among the Hebrews were necessary because the old patriarchal law still remained in force, that is, that the nearest akin had a right to avenge the death of his relation by slaying the murderer. For the original law enacted that whosoever shed man's blood, by man should his blood be shed. So you can see why... Uh, Nephi had to get out of town when he killed Laban because even Laban's family would have been after him. And none was judged so proper to execute this law as the man who was nearest akin to the deceased. As many rash executions of this law might take place from the very nature of the thing, it was deemed necessary to qualify its claims and prevent injustice, and the cities of refuge were judged proper for this purpose. Nor do we ever read that, that they were ever found inefficient or that they were ever abused. Verse 7. So all the cities which ye shall give to the Levites shall be forty and eight cities, then shall ye give with their suburbs. Them shall ye give with your suburbs. And the cities which ye shall give shall be of the possession of the children of Israel. And from them that have many ye shall give many, but from them that have few ye shall give few. Every one shall give of his cities unto the Levites according to his inheritance which he inheriteth. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them, When ye come... Over Jordan into the land of Canaan, then ye shall appoint you cities to be cities of refuge for you, that the slayer may flee thither, which killeth any person at unawares or unintentionally. And they shall be unto you cities for refuge from the avenger, that the manslayer die not, until he stand before the congregation in judgment. And of these cities which ye shall give, six cities shall be shall ye have for refuge. And ye shall give three cities on this side Jordan, and three cities shall ye give in the land of Canaan, which shall be cities of refuge." 
These six cities shall be a refuge both for the children of Israel and for the stranger, and for the sojourner among them, that every one that killeth any person unawares may flee thither. And if he smite him with an instrument of iron, so that he die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. And if he smite him with throwing a stone, wherewith he may die, and he die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. Or if he smite him with an hand weapon of wood, wherewith he may die, and he die, he is a murderer. The murderer shall surely be put to death. The revenger of blood himself shall slay the murderer when he meeteth him. He shall slay him. But if he thrust or stabs him of hatred, or hurl at him by laying of weight, that he die. Or in enmity smite him with his hand, that he die. He that smote him shall surely be put to death. For he is a murderer. The avenger of blood shall slay the murderer when he meeteth him. But if he thrust him suddenly without enmity, or have cast upon him, or hurls at him anything without laying of weight, or with any stone wherewith a man may die, seeing him not, and cast it upon him, that he die, and was not his enemy, neither sought his harm. Then the congregation shall judge between the slayer and the revenger of blood according to these judgments. And the congregation shall deliver the slayer out of the hand of the revenger of blood, and the congregation shall restore him to the city of his refuge, whether he f was fled, and he shall abide in it until the, unto the death of the high priest which was anointed with the holy oil. But if the slayer shall at any time come without or outside of the border of the city of his refuge, whither, whither he has fled, was fled, and the revenger of blood find him without the borders of the city of his refuge, and the revenger of blood kill the slayer, he shall not be guilty of blood. Because he should have remained in the city of his refuge until the death of the high priest, but after the death of the high priest, the slayer shall return into the land of his possession. So these things shall be for a statute of judgment unto you throughout your generations and all your dwellings. Whoso killeth any person, the murderer shall be put to death by the mouth of witnesses, but one witness shall not testify against any person to cause him to die. Moreover, ye shall take no satisfaction or ransom or fine for the life of a murderer which is guilty of death, but he shall be surely put to death. And ye, and ye shall take no satisfaction for him that is fled to the city of his refuge, <clears throat> that he should come again to dwell in the land until the death of the priest. So ye shall not pollute the land wherein ye are, for blood it defileth the land, and the land cannot be cleansed of the blood that is shed therein, but by the blood of him that shed it. The Hebrew atonement cannot be made for blood shed in the land except by the blood of him who shed it. Defile not, therefore, the land which ye shall inherit or inhabit, wherein I dwell, for I, the Lord, will dwell among the children of Israel. And uh, that's the end of the chapter. You can see the, the requirements here for those that commit murder, that they shall be killed. Um, and uh, so there were places that the people could run to uh, and claim sanctuary, so to speak, and, and uh, until they were tried uh, for their, if they did it on purpose or if it was an accident or whatever. So anyway, that's the end of chapter 35. So we'll see you next time. Bye.